always wanted to hear the real deal when it comes to fitness, health, nutrition, and physical well-being? This is Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia. What's cracking? What's really good? They don't pull any punches. You'll only get the truth about how you get healthier, mentally, physically, and emotionally. And now, here's Tasha Makia and Big Dave. What people don't understand, they tend to criticize. So today, me and Big Dave are going to dig deeper into eating disorders. I'm Tasha Makia. That's Big Dave, and welcome to Big Dave's Power Half Hour. We're talking about Demi Lovato. The day before Christmas, she decided to jump on social media and tell the world about her eating disorder. <laughs> what the hell? I love how we are just so raw. I didn't even know we were starting. I'm like writing it's notes over here. It's officially started. All right. right. Well, hello. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's so, so good to see you. I, it's good to see you, too. So the phone lines, well, more so like the tabloids are going crazy because Demi Lovato has decided that she was going to share some pretty candid photos after her coming out and telling the world about her eating disorders. Now, did you ever think that she would have an eating disorder or did you know? But I know that, you know, being in the I knew she had world, a lot of problems. You, yeah. I mean, so she suffered. That. She suffered with mental depression, yeah. bipolarism. Yeah. And they did say she had like bulimia and or some sort of eating but, disorder, but they didn't really go into detail. So, I mean, wow. I, I've always watched her. Yeah. I've always thought she was very attractive. She's gorgeous. She's very pretty. She and, sings her and, ass off. And, you know, but she's been up and down like yeah. throughout the last few years. So, I mean... I think it's a very good topic to touch base on because I think a lot of oh, people yeah. do struggle with this. Different ages. And I train people that have struggled with it. And mm-hmm. so I've been involved in it yeah. from a from a bigger perspective of just yeah. hearing about it. Well, that's and what it's I was very saying. difficult. It so, is. like, let me ask you, before we dig super deep into this, like, obviously, I would have never looked at Demi and said, wow, she's got this. Right. So you being in the industry, you understanding the body and the science and, and you're just amazing at what you do. Can you just tell... Can you tell? Because I, of course, I wouldn't be able to. But not saying Demi, just anybody else. Can you tell? I think it's very difficult to tell unless you're around that person on a daily, or oh, okay. or around that person when they eat and or talking about their daily routine. Right. Um. But from a physical standpoint, mm. you know, it, it is hard to tell because if they're not being completely honest with you, and you're talking about a diet eating consistently three to four to five times a day because most people that struggle with that, they'll usually eat and then they'll either A, go and make themselves throw up because they're so upset with the calorie intake that they took thinking that's going to make them heavy. Oh my God, okay. And that comes from a usually a bigger issue or an underlying issue that they've dealt with from childhood or something that hasn't been addressed. And I'm not a psychologist here, but obviously Mm -hmm. being in the industry, it is very prevalent um, most people have these issues, middle school, high school, and or even younger, and it and it kind of wow. transverses into adulthood, and they've never really addressed it. Yeah. So it's kind of one of those things. And, and again, I, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just speaking for some of the people that I've dealt know, with. Right. Um, but it usually kind of fizzles out, and or they grow out of it. Really. But a lot of people that I've worked with. Being in the gym and trying to be on a consistent diet and and being a little bit regimented seems to help considerably. But again, those are all individual cases, and I think you have to deal with something like this. Like God, that. I got like so many freaking questions. So before we dig into Demi's story, because there's a lot of you, I want like growing up for me, I remember the fitness magazines, and 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 I remember. I don't even think it was anyone that said, hey, you need to do this because I was super frail, super thin. But I wonder where that comes from with girls. And maybe it's just we don't realize. I think maybe if we had somebody that said, hey, this is filtered. This is all edited. I mean, you know what I mean? That might help. But 
like how does it does it affect their breath does it affect their teeth does it like I remember one of my aunts and my family doesn't matter which side of the family it is on but I remember she used to go into the bathroom after every meal it wasn't like a secret she would just go and then she would be in there forever. So I'm like, she's dropping some kids off at the pool right here. Right. But that's not the no. case. Her teeth, her mouth would smell funny. Yeah, because she and probably so, made herself throw up. Right. And after some time, we wind up realizing that she was she was pretty much putting like a, a, a popsicle stick on her tongue. Yeah, usually it's someone will put their fingers in their mouth and or some sort of product, you know, object in their mouth to make themselves throw up. But how does that mess with your stomach? Because you got to remember that when you throw up, the bile and the excretion from the stomach basically burns the esophagus lining consistently. So anybody that's thrown up, obviously it's not a pleasurable situation. So it comes out of your nose, it comes out of your mouth. And when when you're you're throwing up that Mm. much two or three times a day, consistently every day for years on end, your esophageal will burn, your lining of your throat will burn, your mouth will burn, your teeth can get messed up. So you got to figure it's not just a one or two day a week thing. No, Usually this it's is a every several. meal type of thing daily. And some <sighs> cases are obviously more severe than others. Again, I'm not one of those people that can no. really discuss that because I don't really know. But, but you know from what you've obviously, dealt with it, yeah. You know, from a from a medical standpoint, whenever you excrete from the stomach when it's trying to get rid of the 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 product Whatever, in the it, food, yeah. the excrement, then you know that feeling. Everyone that's thrown up, it's not pleasurable. But think about that: if you don't have anything in your system, you're throwing up bile. Then it kind of, it's almost like yeah, they're they're programmed to say, well, if I excrete these calories after I ate, then I'm not going to hold the weight that the calories bring. Oh, and then it becomes kind of a a mind kind of. But that's probably where all the psychological stuff right. Because you're being sneaky. You're well, lying to people you care people about. And most people can figure it out, I mean, right. unless you're just very naive. So, but again, if you're not around that person all the time and they get up to go to the restroom and you know they're in there for a certain amount of time and then they come out. But usually if you're around that person, you can tell because a lot of those type of people, and again, I'm not naming people no, in general, no. um, they'll binge when they eat. They'll eat very fast they'll eat a lot of food at one time breads carbohydrates things like that to fill them Mm -hmm. and then they'll go make themselves get sick because they're so concerned about the the caloric intake god it's just like i'm in my brain i'm trying to even i can't even fathom like the 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 way they just even a person would think that way and it's just it just makes you want to hug them but my aunt i remember when she got older she talked about it and everybody in the family wind up knowing about it she said that she would eat colored foods so she knew when she got too deep into her vomiting. And I thought to myself, as I think I was like 11. I'm like, why would you want to throw up? That food was so Colored good, foods. but everybody's different. Yeah, so carrots, oh, green stuff. Okay. So she knows when she got to a certain color that she couldn't, she, right. that was enough. She and needed I, some type of nutrients. And, I, and now I'm like, whoa. I personally think that a lot of it has to do with, unfortunately, we, we, we go right back to the social media aspect. Mm. There's a certain stigma associated with a physique that people love. And if you don't fit that criterion as a smaller girl, a younger girl, or a younger guy, and you don't fit, like, let's say a guy's trying to be physically fit and have abs and things like that, yeah. and he's a little bit heavier, you know, if he, if he excretes the calories and he's not holding those calories, then in his mind, he feels he's going to be lighter and being able to show abs and stuff like that. 
And of course, unfortunately, and again, it's an individualized basis. Yeah, it's different. They see someone on the Instagram and or social media and they see them being, you know, put up on a pedestal and or uh, idolized. Mm. And they say, well, if that's the type of physique that people are going to idolize, then I can't be this way. And I think that that's something that goes right it's back pressure. to the, it goes right back to the Demi situation. It's like you know she embraced it. She's embracing her her curves. She's embracing her stretch marks. She's embracing, stretch marks are beautiful, right. ladies. I have I mean, some. I have three kids. Everyone is has imperfections. Embrace and, it. And that's the thing. It's like you know society can be very very tough on people. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's one of those things that you know it, it really does come down to a body. Uh, Image, image that you want yeah. to portray and if yeah. you can't get it a certain way then you're going to any extreme to but do how it how does that go how does that mess with your muscles like i know oh, and you totally atrophy because if the muscle's mm-hmm. not getting the nutrient it needs to recover whether you've worked out so a lot of these people unfortunately are in the are in the in, in the industry that i'm in God. and they'll put all this work into it and then they'll eat the caloric intake because you got to figure if you're ex- if you're excreting calories it's calories in calories out mm. so if you're excreting calories and then you're making yourself get rid of the calories, then the muscle has nothing to feed on. Yeah. So basically, it's going to start feeding on itself. Mm. And it's going to basically atrophy. So you can really start to tell, at least we can as trainers, and yeah. if you're in tune with yes. your clients or you've watched someone in the gym that, yeah. you know, kind of gone up and down, especially I was just a guy that. and or a girl, because this yeah. is not just a female problem. It's a guy problem, but majority too. It is. Unfortunately, is a majority is women because that whole body image that they portray in their head that people think is what they That's want. That's so much pressure. Well, it is a lot of pressure. And and like I said, I hate to always throw social media under the bus, but unfortunately but it is true because I feel like if there wasn't so much emphasis put on, well, look at like JLo. JLo's, you know, how old is JLo? You know, 40 something years 50 old. 50 something. Right. Okay. Yeah. She's 50. She looks fantastic. She does. But then there's girls that are 30 years old that are maybe a little bit overweight and they see JLo being 50, like a mom's age and they're like, well, I'm never going to look like that. And you, and you can they, look like and that. And then they start on you. doing yeah. things to their body that are almost Quick hurt, hurting them more so than helping. And, and unfortunately, again, it stems from usually a topic or a problem that they've had in childhood or they've gone through the years kind of up and down. Like sometimes it'll lay dormant, then it comes back. So a lot of the clients that I've dealt with, especially some of the females yeah. I've dealt with, They've gotten over it, but then it's come back. Like stress-related brings it yeah. up or, you know, Anxieties. if they're not happy. Yeah, right. But, you know, I think I think for the young girls, I think it's important. And, and what makes me so proud of Demi and her coming out is that these young girls, kids are mean as shit in school. Yeah. Like, let's be clear. That fifth grade and, situation yeah. going up. Like, that's why it's so important for us parents to get into our kids head early and say, hey, kids, but my kids, other kids talk negatively to you and talk bad to you because that's how they feel about themselves. I get into my kids psyche, but I think it's important. And growing up, I didn't have that. You know, my mom was doing whatever she could to raise me and my two brothers. So having somebody grab my brain and mold it on the spot before I even overthought something wasn't around. But I think it's something that we need now. And unfortunately, like you said, social media could be an amazing thing. And then social media can be horrible. But there's so many editing programs that make these women look like they never have. They can have 12 million kids, no stretch marks, their belly buttons intact. Everything's good. There's not that flabby meat between their legs. But it's it's all like this fantasy world 
You know what I mean? So for Demi to come out, she came out and told the world the day before Christmas, she says, I'm ready, pretty much. She went on to social media. She said, I genuinely used to believe that recovery from my eating disorder wasn't real. She said that she really thought at some point that everyone was faking or secretly relapsing behind closed doors only to find out that that wasn't the truth. So now that she feels that now that she's come out to the world, she feels like she's going to get stronger. She's going to get better. And I think when someone that these young girls are looking up to and some of the young boys, too you know, comes out and says that, I feel like it kind of gives them strength. It's like, dude, you're not alone. Right. You know what I mean? You can get through this and you, it's, it's it's okay to embrace it, but how do you get through something like that? Do you, you go to counseling? How do you... You know what I, I kind of compare it to and, I, and, and listening to you talk because yeah. you're always so articulate in how you speak. I love you. So um, are you. <laughs> really, like I'm thinking in my head, it's almost like a gay football player. Okay. Okay? And, I and, and follow Follow me on this. Okay. When... When one of the Philadelphia Eagles guys came out, which was like four or five years ago, mm-hmm. came out and openly admitted he was gay. Yeah. Okay. Out of the locker room. I think the I whole remember night, that. Right. Mm-hmm. This was a huge deal. Right. Okay. ESPN broke breaking news. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. Stay with me on this, guys. Okay. The biggest thing was is everyone was like in shock. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, there's gay people in the in the NFL. Yeah. And obviously, the NFL is. All men, right? Okay. So now there are in there their are head female, is like, Hoorah! right? There like, are female refs and stuff like that, which is amazing. We're, right? We're, we're we're getting with the trend here, which right. there should be mm-hmm. female coaches, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's not just a male dominated sport anymore, but it was different. But it was at the because time. you know all the testosterone flying. It's male mm-hmm. orientated. You know this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then for that gentleman to come out, yeah. and say, let me tell you, yeah, probably sixty to seventy percent. Of the NFL has gay men yeah. in the NFL. They just don't want to come out because mm, the backlash from it is going to be That's horrible. horrible, man. It's and sad to feel like so that. So when I heard that, I, I gave him a lot of praise Hell and a yes. lot of respect because, you know, that takes and, – and you know what? Mm. All his teammates – and a lot of the NFL, I would probably say 85 to 90% of the NFL was so supportive. They embraced it. And then it. Unfor- that's unfortunate right. you had your bigots and your hypocrites and right. stuff like that right. that were making fun and like, you know, that's not true, blah, 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 blah. It's crazy when you but, see big ass bullies. But, right. But yeah. was fun and grown men that, right. you know, the la- you're making millions of dollars. The last thing you think is they're going to bully their teammate exactly. for coming out of the closet. Right. But my point is with this is, is that it takes someone like that to come out. And and show people, yeah. especially males, it's okay. Yeah. And you're not going to get a yeah. lot of backlash because there are so many others in the same position. Right. And I want to use that example because right. that is such a huge example in, in a male-dominated, testosterone-driven, yeah. right? Type. You know, yes. you got to be the baddest ass, right. Big boy, and and you know, we don't, we don't, we're not sensitive. But behind closed doors. Here's a gentleman that basically goes person. in the locker room. Yeah. He does the practices. Yeah. What difference does it make what his sexual orientation right, is? Right, What as he does in the bedroom is none of your damn business. He's doing what he needs to do on the field yeah. and making the money he needs to. So mm-hmm. it was. It started to become more accepted. And now, yeah. you know, because like I said, I think it was like five, six years ago. So correct me on the I, time frame. Yeah. But now it's kind of just accepted and it's been open. Yeah. Now, do I think it's 100%? Of course not. Yeah. But it's been talked about. It's out there. But at least they and, got it right. out there. Yeah. And I think that with Demi doing something like this yeah. and you see more people in her position doing something like this, it shows younger girls, younger guys that have dealt with something like this that they never felt 
they're, they could come out and say, yeah. you know, I have a problem. Yes. And so you see the association. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, it, it's a little bit more harsh in a way. Yeah. But not one is better than the other. No, by but any it's means. just like they're I'm, both very I'm serious. admitting, I'm right. telling you what's happening. And you're not alone. Right. And, you know, I think that's the biggest thing with the bulimia aspect and or the mm. eating disorder aspect that it does go deeper into uh, mental disorders from childhood or situations. And then when you get that physical image of what you feel you should look like and you don't look like that and society is so quick to jump on you and call you out and or call you out because of certain stretch marks or the way you look yeah then it does play that role in your brain and you start going to huge extremes like this yeah and it's so hopefully by her doing that she's opening a door right and i you know i was so proud of her i know she went through a whole relapse situation I, i mean when you look at her triangle of challenges I'll call it because I don't want to say issues we all have our own issues that we are too nervous to talk about or just ready to go and I think I'm just so proud of her for coming out and speaking out because they need we need this we need we need people that we look up to 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 tell the world that hey you're not alone I'm dealing with this and then of course you got on the other hand where people are like well you know Demi you you have a song called this you have a song called that we thought you were so confident but sometimes People in the limelight wind up putting out to the world what they really wish they could feel. Or you make millions of dollars. How could you have this problem? Right. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like there's no way. Right. And it's like they almost have more problems. Because let me tell you, the problems were already there before they started making their money. So when they make the money, it almost accentuates those problems even more. Because it's like I can't show the world that I have uh, scars. I can't can't show the world that I have you know, I had a bulimia problem. I had a disorder. They expect me to be perfect. Right. And I'm not going to be that person anymore if I come out. And I think that more and more celebrities and more and more people in authoritative uh, positions right. are coming out because it's relatable. It's relatable. It doesn't matter yeah. how much money or how much clout or it's, how much it, power. Yeah, but people are crazy. It, like so, that even called, that's a problem for people who even judge that way. Like, do you think that money's going to fix everything? It worsens things. Well, a lot of like people you do. being in the industry, you know, and, and doing the things you've done for celebrities, you've seen it firsthand. Sure, with body you've seen the most insecure, hundred yeah, percent. Wor- they can have it all, the best bank accounts, and never have to worry about their financial. But let aspects. me tell you, they get behind closed doors, and they're just like you and me, exactly. And, and, and you know, it's funny because you bring up a really good topic and a really good um, uh, situation. Is people think that they are that way all the time, but I've seen some of these people. With the bodyguarding aspect, Vulnerable. when I did, yeah, when they close that door and there's no assistance around, and it's just me and the and the person or yeah. uh, an assistant and that person, they're a human being. Yeah. Normal. The, sun, the light, and, the and limelight is not. On I've them. even checked myself. Like, damn, like, oh, okay, I never expected someone to act this way or be this way, mm-hmm. and not in a negative aspect, no, 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 in no. a very positive aspect. Right. Like, look, I'm human. I put my pants on. Yeah, the same way One you leg do. At a time. Just because I have fifty million dollars in the bank, right. I'm vulnerable and I have problems too. But I think that our society again puts these people on a pedestal and thinks that just because they have stardom or celebrity status that all their issues go away. Yeah. And because they have money or that they don't have, they can afford a therapist and they can afford, let me tell you something. They had issues going in with the money. They're Mm going to have issues when they lose the money and or get out. Yeah. And and hopefully they, they utilize their talent and their professionalism and their platform to help like Demi has. Yeah. And I think a lot I'm of them so do. Of I, I think a lot that, of them do. So yeah, her. I think yeah. that we, we need to applaud her. I think, I think if you really are a true Demi fan, this is going to make you embrace her and love her even more because, and then she should be protected by her fans, especially when she comes out with things like this. So 
Two questions. How many different types of eating disorders is there out there? Oh, wow. And then I'm, I'm sure there's a bunch. You're asking just, me this? Yeah, if you, even <laughs> if you just give me two or three. I, I only know of a few. I mean, obviously, bulimia is the number one. Is that from the, like, the belly that's, issue? That's basically binging, bulimia, binging. Um, oh, so you're eating and then you're living. Yeah, okay. that's, that's the biggest one that I'm familiar with. And to be honest with you, I think that, you know, um, I don't really, anorexia is the other one. I was going to ask you about yeah. that because I know bulimia and anorexia. I'm not quite sure of the others, but what, like, they're, are they close in the they're same? They're very similar. They're very similar. Yeah. Both both do the same type of thing to themselves, which, of course, over the long term yeah. really has detrimental A lot of bad effects. Body. It does. So with parents out there, what are some good things that they can watch with their kids? Like probably after dinner, the kids just I think not even the- after dinner. I think that, that some of the things that I've, I was told by some of my yeah. people that I worked with was it comes in phases and waves and they'll hide it. And when they sit down and eat, they will literally engorge themselves. And they'll eat very fast and they'll eat as like if they they're never starving. Eat. Right. They're starving. And then, then they'll disappear, and or, you know, they'll be done, but they'll they'll not eat again for hours, if not the next day. Wow! And so they really kind of get themselves in like a training mode to get their body to basically starve itself. So think about that: if they eat at dinner times, let's say six o'clock at night, yeah. a dinner, yeah. and they 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 gorge themselves because they haven't eaten until the day before that. You're going to be oh, starving and hungry. And then, so you got to figure too, from a physiological standpoint, the stomach expands and contracts, expands and contracts because the stomach basically fills itself with air and food and then gastric Gosh, juices and all that. Yeah. So you're really putting your body through a lot, that's, that's of, like, a lot but, of stress. But because we don't see it. Right. We right. don't know how I mean, much damage we're, we're, they're doing. You know, you know? I, could, like, I could see some some effects from some of my clients. Yeah. Like their eyes were sunken in. You could definitely tell their facial features were starting to thin out a lot because they just weren't getting caloric intake. My, my and so and it is sad because it, it is a problem. And it's yeah. not, you know, and there's are, so many people out there to help. Yeah. You. People there are really so is. quick to be like, well, you know, if they just eat, it'll fix it. And that's not the, no, the it's, issue. It's, it's, but then it's just like people naive. It's just know? like when I was in an abusive relationship. Right. I was getting well, raped. Get out, I was getting okay. hurt. Like they're like, a- well, I don't know how you even allowed that. It, it, it never starts with a right. hit. Just like her thing. It didn't just start so easily. It's right. it's always here in your brain. It starts and mentally. People we need don't deep know help. what's in your brain. Right. They, they, I love when people say, well, I understand what you're going no, through. No, I no, hate that. No, or, you or, don't. or when they say, well, I can imagine. No, don't. You can't. And you know, I don't want to say those people are naive, but they're they're trying to help, but they're making the and situation I'm thankful, worse. Right? But don't it's say like, those things. Oh, I understand. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Right. You've never been in my. It's situation. like telling a woman when she's pissed off to calm down. Let's not do that. Right. You yeah. know what I the mean. The word so- "calm down" with a woman. <laughs> I'll tell you this firsthand experience: being married. He's red right now. Never tell a wife or a girlfriend to calm down. <laughs> Because it ain't gonna go well. So it's like we understand that you're trying to be there when you're just like, I understand, I right. get it. But there's other things. Sometimes just listening. Sometimes you know? don't say anything. Yeah, that's one thing I've <laughs> learned over the years. Is just you know, <laughs> um, hey, you're having a bad day. I am. Yeah. Okay. Well, are you gonna say anything? Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. Nope. Don't go into the. Nope. I understand. I or understand. Any of that. Like, I, let it- I get it. I've been there too. No, you have not. <laughs> No, don't have a vagina. I don't know what that's like. Oh, right? my God. No, no seriously. It's, I love the guys that are like, well, I understand what you're going through at that time of the month. No, no you don't. And mine is coming in four days. Right, I'm so sorry. I'm like, so, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. guys, don't try and claim, you know, just sit just there and be listen. Kind. Give us and, chocolate and, and meeting pets. Right, buy a gift. You know, <laughs> send, 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 send Dave, it's coming. I need a gift. Yeah, do something. <laughs> 
So listen, friends, if you're following your girl, Demi Lovato, on social media, you'll see that she's more inspiring. And for those trolls that get on there and say negative things, you're pretty much just speaking of who you truly are deep inside. And that's all I got to say about that. But there are so many different sites that you can always log on to. Oh, my gosh. You can go to BetterHelp.com. You can go to MyBingeEatingDisorder.com. There's plenty of doctors. Um, if you if you just feel like you can't talk to somebody in your household, it's always good to get help. I'm going to tell you, like, when I was in, and I know it's two different lanes, but it's still a mental situation. When I was going through that whole situation, I was in that abusive relationship. We didn't have all this. Right. You know, dial up was uh, was a thing back then. And if somebody <laughs> called the house, it disconnected everything. Right, right. But to have these amazing sites there for you when you need that help at any type of the day, at any time of the day is amazing. And a lot of them are trained psychologists or right? they're medical professionals. And, you know, I think yeah. that it's probably escalated even more now with everything because going it's on so with real. COVID and all that stuff. So oh my I think gosh. that that kind of just makes it that much harder. Yeah. So, you know, just remember that you're not alone. You're I mean, never you're alone. not alone. And, and, and for you to come out and talk about it is the biggest obstacle. Yeah. And once you do, I think that it's kind of a little bit easier. But again, yeah, I can't say that because I'm not in your shoes and I'm not no. going to be that guy. It's like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Because like we said, we yeah. don't understand. We don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. And that's not something that I'm going to say I know because no. I don't. But you know, I think, I think when you're ready to, to put your one foot in front of the other, you really are, when you're really truly ready, those things that we're talking about will help. You know, like we don't understand, but we don't get it. But we, we want to put the information out to the world. And what I love that Dave said is that you're not alone. A man said that. Like when he said it, I just smiled because it felt so nice to hear that in this industry, in our industry, right. you know, fitness and the radio world and the music and world and things like that. You don't really hear men wanting to help other people out and things like that. No disrespect. Well, I think so the, it's dope to hear you say, listen, you're not alone. You're not you're alone. Really and not. I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, the only thing that I think we can offer to someone that is in this position yeah. is to listen yes. and to offer our help yep. in any way we know how to. But again, I think the worst thing that someone can say is, I understand, and I, I've been there too. No, mm-hmm. no, you haven't, because yeah. that's not going to help any situation. So not at all. Just remember, any sort of situation like that, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend. Children. Ever, never say I understand, and I'm with you, because you don't know. <laughs> he's, he's hugging <laughs> his hands. So, and parents, if you need any sites, or any, you want to see if there's any like tips that can help you to see if, you, if, it, if that can be possibly your son, or your daughter, or your niece, or your nephew. Again, these websites are betterhelp.com. My binge eating disorder. There's also another one called bed symptoms is binge eating disorders with adults and young kids. So they have all different types of, you know, tips. You can go on there and and get some help. And instead of accusing, it's better to ask and sit down. That's a that's the issue. I was right just going to say, don't judge. Yes. Let them talk. Say it. Don't be critical. Listen. Mm-hmm. And, and even though you may be late for something or at you least need you're to, there, you need to text someone it takes five minutes to listen to your child or your spouse or your yeah. loved one yep. and say, hey, you know what? What's up? Yeah. You know what? I, I, need, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah. Take that time because you know what? That five minutes could change everything for that everything. person. Everything. Sometimes people just need uh, an ear to listen. That's it. That's all. And don't go sharing it with the family members. When yeah. you can show keep your it, child that they between. can trust you, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I'm not, I'm not an expert. I'm a mom. You know, he's an uncle. He's got, you know what I mean? We've got our families. Just just be there and, and be an ear, like he said, and we will come back next week and give you another awesome show. I think that's the plan. Anything you got to say? I ain't got nothing to say except thanks for listening. We love you guys. (laughs) Have a great, great week. Later. Follow Big Dave's Power Half Hour on social media. At Big Dave's Power Half Hour. 
Join us next week for another episode dedicated to getting you healthier mentally, physically, and emotionally. It's Big Dave's Power Half Hour, hosted by Tasha Makia.